Amen, amen. What's up, Rock Church? Say Jesus. How's everybody doing today? Bless, bless, bless. How many of y'all are suffering in some way? You're struggling in some way? This is the place to be. Let's all stand up. This is the place to be. Thank you for coming to church today. We want to say hello to all the people on all our campuses. Say East County. What's up, East County? Say City Heights. Say North County. That's going to soon be San Marcos campus when they move. Amen. Say San Isidro. And then we have microsites. We have Lindo Lake, La Jolla, Grocery Outlet, Well Park. Uh, let's give a hand to all those people out there. God bless y'all. God bless you. Amen. Amen. The uh, microsites are uh, portable churches that we have in places all over San Diego. And anywhere from 10 to 50, 100 people. And we set up for, in a suitcase, speakers, spe screen, and they watch live. So God bless y'all. And, uh, and then we have five locations around San Diego. So uh, let's pray. Lord, thank you so much. So excited about today's message. I pray you encourage us. And I pray you uh, give us wisdom on how to get ready for trials in our life that always are coming and going in our life. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Turn to the person next to you and say, this message is for you. <laughs> amen. 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 So here's what we do. If you're a visitor, you might have heard someone shout something out, who's the man, and people say Jesus. So let's just make sure there may be some new people here. You don't know what that is. If someone shouts out, who's the man, you respond by saying what? Jesus. So if you're at the mall, you're at the airport, and you see hear someone randomly shout that out, you got to turn this for real. Because people shout this out to me all the time. I'm at the airport, and, you know, I'll be in line, and someone's like, hey, who's the man, right? And I got, by law, I have to respond. <laughs> I can't be all like, yo, man, I, can't, I don't know who the man is. <laughs> so, you know, if you're out, just shout it out. And, and if you hear it random, just, who's the man? Jesus. Jesus. I don't know who Jesus is. Okay. So, uh, and also, what we do, I'm going to count to three. And after I count to three, we're going to lift our Bibles up, whether you have it on your phone, tablet, or, or a book. And you're going to say word. Okay. I'm going to count to three. Okay. That means that I'm going to say one, two, three, and then lift the Bibles up. Okay. Are you, are you ready? One. Very good. Y'all are waiting. One, two, three. Word. Hey, one more time. Lift, up, lift your Bibles up. Just, you know what I'm saying? Look at all the Bibles. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, baby. This is the Word of God. It always was. It always will be. And it's not the Word of God because of what man says. It's not the Word of God because of what scholars say or church fathers or pastors. It's the Word of God because of what God said. Amen. Let's turn to Daniel. Book of Daniel, chapter 1. Book of Daniel. Book of Daniel. It's an Old Testament. If you were to need a lung transplant, you went to the hospital, you had lung cancer for whatever, often it's smoking, but whatever the reason you had, need a new lung. And you go to the hospital and you want to get a lung transplant, they test you and try to find compatibility. Lungs are very hard to come by. But if they found a lung that was compatible to your body, they would pre-qualify you not only by testing the compatibility of the lung to your body, but they would also ask, can you afford the medicine? Because we don't want to give you a lung, you can't afford the medicine that's going to help the lung acclimate to your body, then the lung dies and it's a waste. 
do you have the discipline to take care of the lung? In other words, you're not going to start smoking again. Because if you're not, we're not going to give it to you. And do you have a support system of people in your life who can encourage you, love you, be there for you? Because the better relationships you have, the more love in your life, the more healthy you are. By the way, some of you may be sick because it's not physical, it's emotional, it's spiritual. It's a whole other issue. But they want to know, do you have people in your life who can be there for you and encourage you? Because if you're not, you may get sick again and waste the lung. So they pre-qualify you to test whether you are prepared for the trauma of getting a new lung. Everyone say prepared. We started this series called Pain two weeks ago. And last week we talked about the fact that your response to pain should be compatible with your identity and your relationship with God. In other words, if you are God's child, you were, your response to pain is compatible with the character of God and it should glorify God. But if God is not your father and your father is a devil by default, that's the only father you can have because there's only two spiritual options as a dad. And so if your father is not God, then it's selfishness and pride and ego. Your response to pain will be all about you. Poor me, this is not fair, it's their fault, da 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 And so if you're going through something, you should just listen to yourself and then you know whose dad you are glorifying. Because if you're complaining and blaming other people and saying it's not fair, you're not glorifying God. You're glorifying the devil and yourself. And so we talked about that last week and you should get that message. But it will help you understand how your response to pain should be based on your identity. Today we're going to talk about preparing for your pain. What you can do before the heart transplant, before the lung transplant. Now, granted, a lot of y'all are already in something. It still applies because it's going to help you not only in the, one, the, the trial you're in now, but also the future trials you're going to have because you're going to have future trials. One for show, though, is when you die because <laughs> dying is a trial. I don't know if you've ever watched someone die. It is, it's It's horrible. I watched someone, I watched my father die. And I didn't, it dawned on me when I watched him die how painful, and actually he wasn't in pain, he was in morphine, but the whole process was just, ugh. Now, he's in glory, so that was a good thing. Okay, but it's just sad. And, and so, so I, don't, I don't know how we're going to die or how you're going to die, how I'm going to die, but that's also something that you, you can prepare for. And by the way, you should prepare for it. Uh, prepare for. So in this story, it's about three guys, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Now, whenever you read a story in the Bible, you should always place yourself in the story because when you read a story in the Bible, you are learning and God's showing you by these stories how people who trust him respond to stuff. You're also learning how God responds to the people who trust him and how God responds to the people who deny him. And so in the story we're going to read, it's about three guys, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Now, we're going to say their names a lot uh, when we get to it in a few minutes, uh, and we'll prepare them, but I'm going to need you to say those names. Okay, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, we'll get to that. Now. And, and, and they, there's also a guy named Daniel who's not in the main story, but he's in the, in the beginning of the story because it's very important, his role in their, in their life. There are three things I want you to look at. We're going to look at this before we get to the story. Three things that you should put in place and always have in place in preparation for facing the pain that's going to come in your life. Number one in your notes, friends that stick closer than a brother. Who is in your life that is your friend that will pray for you and encourage you 
in hard times. Now, I'll give you some context. Uh, in six, 606 B.C., Nebuchadnezzar invaded Jerusalem and he kidnapped, took captive a lot of the Jews. And for them were Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And we're going to see that 20 years before the main story of the message today, they were together and they were still together 20 years later. Look what it says in chapter 1, verse 6 of Daniel. Now among those of the sons of Judah who were taken captive were Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. And to them the chief of the eunuchs of the, Babel, of, of the Chaldeans gave names to Daniel the name Belshazzar, to Hananiah, Shadrach, to Mishael, Meshach, and to Azariah, Abednego. Everyone say Shadrach. Take a deep breath in. Say Shadrach. Say Meshach. Say Abednego. It's Abednego. There's no R in the Nego part. No R. No R. That's not a bad word. I'm just making sure, you know, you, you might say Abednego. No, it's, a, it's Abednego. <laughs> Proverbs 27, 17. As iron sharpens iron, so a man sharpens the countenance of another man. Who in your life can sharpen you? And by the way, iron cannot sharpen iron unless they are sparks. A friend is not your friend if he, is, he or she is not willing to create sparks. And what does that mean? Jam you up, get in your face, tell you when you're wrong, and you are not willing to receive that. So it's not someone who just tells you what you want to hear. That's not a friend. A friend just tells you what you need to hear. Okay, now, Proverbs 18.24, a man has... A man who has friends must himself be friendly, but there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. These are people who are going to be there with you through thick and thin. Who are those people in your life? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and Daniel were that to each other. Number two in your notes, consistent spiritual disciplines. Whenever they were in trials, they always went back to their spiritual disciplines. They didn't let the pagan world that they were kidnapped into poison their spiritual disciplines or distract their spiritual, spiritual disciplines. In other words, they prayed to God regularly. They trusted God regularly. They only worshiped the God of heaven. When they were, when they were kidnapped, Nebuchadnezzar was going to train them and feed them Chaldean food and Chaldean music and Chaldean literature and train them to be Babylonians so they can serve in that culture. And they said, no, 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 we want to eat our food and we will prove to you that when we do what God tells us to do versus what you're telling us to do, we will be smarter than your guys. Look what it says in chapter 1, verse 11. Daniel said to the steward whom the, whom the chief of the eunuchs had set over Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. Please test your servants for test 10 days and let them give us vegetables to eat and water to drink instead of your food. And let our appearance be examined before you and the appearance of the young men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who eat the portion of the king's delicacies and you see fit and so deal with your servants. So me, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, we're going to eat God's food and, and have the diet that God wants. And you let your guys eat your, the king's food and after 10 days we'll see who's better. They had disciplines. A, few, a little while later, King Nebuchadnezzar had a dream and he asked all his astrologers, what's, an, what's the dream? And, and he said, if you can't tell me my dream and what it meant, I'm going to kill you. That No one could tell him his dream. But Daniel, in chapter 2, verse 16, look at chapter 2, verse 16. Daniel, went, verse 16, said he went in and asked the king to give him time that he might tell the king the interpretation of the dream. Daniel went to his house and made the decision known to Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah that they may seek the mercies of the God of heaven 
concerning the secret that was in the king's heart so Daniel and his companions might not perish with the rest of the wise men of Babylon. And the secret was revealed to them. So in other words, you, you, you astrologers, you Chaldeans, you can't figure it out. We're going to go pray because that's what we do. In chapter 6, there was a law made that if anyone prayed to any other god except Darius the king, they would get thrown in the lion's den. Well, Daniel, now about 90 years old, look at chapter 6, verse 10, about 90 years old, he hears that there's a law saying if you pray to any other god except Darius the king, you're going to get thrown in the lion's den. Well, Daniel, he says, I pray, that's what I do, and that's what I'm going to continue to do no matter what you say. So look what it says in verse 10. When Daniel knew that the writing was signed, he went to his house in his upper room with his windows open towards Jerusalem, knelt down on his knee three times that day and prayed and gave thanks as was his custom in early days. So they had friends, but they had disciplines. What are your spiritual disciplines? Who are the people in your life? The reason we have life class, the reason we have, we have life groups is so you can have people in your life who can be there for you in advance of pain, through your pain, after pain. But you can't do it yourself. You should not ever try to do it yourself. And number three, examples of miraculous, God's miraculous faithfulness in your life. The miracles that God has done in your life. Chapter 1, verse 19. Go back to chapter 1. After they, after they ate the vegetables and water for 10 days, it says, verse 19, the king interviewed Daniel, and among them all, none was found like Daniel, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. Therefore, they served before the king. And in all matters of wisdom, because God gave them wisdom and understanding about which the king examined them, he found them ten times better than all the magicians and astrologers who were in his realm. They said, we're going to fast and we're going to eat vegetables and water for 10 days and you see if we after 10 days are not better than your guys eating your food. After 10 days, they were found 10 times better. <laughs> after, the, after they interpreted the dream for the king, God blessed them. Verse, chapter 2, verse 48. Chapter 2, verse 48. After they interpreted the dream of the king because they prayed, the king Nebuchadnezzar, verse 28, verse 48, I'm sorry, verse 48, King Nebuchadnezzar fell on his face prostrate before Daniel and commanded that they should present an offering and incense to him. And king said to Daniel, answered Daniel and said, truly your God is the God of gods. You're the Lord of lords, a revealer of secrets since you could reveal the secret to me. The king promoted Daniel and gave him great gifts and made him ruler over the whole province of Babylon and chief administrator over all the wise men of Babylon. And Daniel petitioned the king and set Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego over all the affairs of the province of Babylon. And Daniel sat in the gate of the king. In other words, Daniel got a word from God for the, for the, the, the king's dream and the king said, your God is the God above all gods. I'm going to promote you. Promotion does not come from man. How many of you want a promotion in your life? Okay, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. How many of you want a better job? How many of, you, how many of y'all don't want a better job? <laughs> how many of you want to be doing exactly what God wants you to do and making the money God wants you to make and be blessed in your life very good? It's not going to come from people. So if you think he's holding me back, she's holding me back, no, they're not. You serve God, God will put you right where he wants you to be. And if you're like, how come it's not happened soon enough? Are you responding to pain glorifying God or are you responding to pain glorifying the devil? Say, God, I'm going to serve faithfully wherever you have me, if I have you have me, because obviously I'm, I need to learn something. 
Chapter 6, real quick, and when we get to the story, chapter 6, verse 22. After Daniel was put in the lion's den because he prayed three times, which he was put in the lion's den. Chapter 6, verse 22, he said, my God sent his angel and shut the mouths of the lions. Woo! Uh, I don't know if you've ever touched a lion. I pet a lion. Matter of fact, I was in a lion's cage. It was about a six-acre pen, and I got to go in the pen. Not got to go. I went. It wasn't like everybody was begging to get in there. And I walked in there, and I actually was surrounded by six lions, full-grown lions, feeding them with a custard with a spoon. And I got to pet them. That's crazy. How many of y'all don't believe me? Some of y'all don't believe me. Okay, for real, I got video to prove it. I walked in, and there was 100 people sitting there going, he's going to eat you, they're going to eat you. And I was like, I was scared to death. And these lions came up to me. Well, this, this right here says the angel shut the mouths of the lion. What's the point? The point is that Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego had history with God. So here's the three things. Who are your friends? Who, is God, who are the godly people in your life that are there for you? They're going to encourage you. Now, in this story we're going to look at, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. I'm going to read this story. Every time you see one name, you're going to see the other two. Thirteen times you're going to see all three names together. And you're going to see not only were they together, but because of the history of God, they said, we are not bowing down to any other idol because our discipline only allows us to worship one God. And the context is they had this job that set over the affairs of Babylon. And the Chaldeans who were jealous of the Jews because the Jews got, well, they weren't Chaldean and they didn't worship the Chaldean God, and they were promoted, they said, we're going to have a service, their version of a service. We're going to build this idol 90 feet high, 9 feet wide of Nebuchadnezzar, and when the music plays, you have to bow to the idol. And they knew Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego wouldn't bow. And if you don't bow, you get thrown in the fiery furnace. You die. Now, whenever you have a story, you read the story, you put yourself in the story. All of you are in a culture called the United States of America, Estados Unidos. And this culture is trying to poison you and pervert your relationship with God and say you bow down to the culture of the world and not the culture of the Bible. The Bible is becoming illegal, being a Christian is becoming, you're a hater, a bigot, and they're changing the definition of what love is and what all this stuff is because they're against the Bible. That is your reality whether you realize it or not. And many of you have already adopted the ways of the world contrary to the ways of the Bible. And so you're already bowing, but you have to say, wait a minute, I, I shouldn't be doing this. And so, so here's Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and they're told to bow, and they, but in their discipline, they don't do that. And they have each other, and they know God's faithful. That's how they're going to deal with it. So at the end of the service, we're going to challenge you to say, look, I, I want to walk like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Don't just come to church. Your true faith is seen when you walk out this building, and you go to work, and you go to school. And everybody around you is getting high and drunk and cursing and sleeping around, and you go, no, 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 I don't bow to that. I bow to this. That's the truth test. That's the truth test. Because you're not, you're not going to come here and God's going to go, oh, I saw him at the rock. They can come to heaven. That's never going to happen. <laughs> never. A friend of mine said, it, you know, I was trying to get a friend saved. And he wouldn't get saved. He wouldn't get saved. He wouldn't get saved. And then one day he said, I'm just going to tell, tell God I know you, me. I said, brother, 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 do not mention my name. You won't get me in trouble. <laughs> I'll be, walking in, I'll be walking in the gates and the angels are going to say, hey, brother, we got to have a little conversation before you get in here. Okay, okay. Chapter 3, one of my favorite stories in the Bible. Here we go. Everyone say Shadrach. Okay, everyone sit up straight. Get your booty back in your seat. That, and I'll make you sit up straight. Put your booty back. Okay, everyone take a deep breath in. All campuses, say Shadrach. 
Take a deep breath in. Say Meshach. Take a deep breath in. Say Abednego. 13 times. And every time you hear one, you see the other two. What does that mean? They are always together. This is 20 years later after they were kidnapped. So they play the music, and everyone's bound. Oh, Nebuchadnezzar, you the man. Oh, Nebuchadnezzar, you the man. And then in verse 8, look what happened. It says, therefore, at the time of the certain Chaldeans came forward and accused the Jews, they spoke and said to King Nebuchadnezzar, oh, king, live forever. Little brown nosing. You, O king, have made a decree that everyone who hears the sound of the horn, the flute, the harp, and lyre, and psaltery, in symphony with all kinds of music, all kinds, shall fall down and worship the gold image. And whoever does not fall down and worship the gold image shall be cast into the midst of the burning fiery furnace. And by the way, none of you are ever going to be cast in the fiery furnace. You may be unliked or defriended. Someone may tweet about you. But you're not getting thrown in fire. Verse 12. There are certain Jews whom you have set over the affairs of the province of Babylon, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. These men, O king, have not paid due regard to you. They do not serve your gods or worship the gold image which you have set up. Nebuchadnezzar, in rage and fury, commanded them to bring Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. So they brought these men before the king. Nebuchadnezzar spoke, saying to them, is it true, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, that you do not serve my gods or worship the gold image which I have set up? Now, if you are ready, at the time you hear the sound of the horn, the flute, the harp, the lyre, and psaltery, and symphony with all kinds of music, and you fall down and worship the image which I made good, but if you do not worship, you shall be cast immediately into the burning, fiery furnace, and who is the God who will deliver you from my hand? In other words, Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego, we're going to give you another opportunity to get high. I know you want to get high like everybody else, but we're going to make it easy for you. We're going to light the joint, put it in your mouth. All you got to do is inhale. We're going to make it easy for you to watch pornography. We're going to put it right on your phone. We're going to make it easy for you to curse. We're going to make it, we're going to make it easy for you to bow down to all the idols of the world. And by the way, if you don't, who is going to save you? Who's going to be your friend? Who's going, who's going to like you? Who are you going to marry? There's all the stuff going in your head because that's the devil's game. Say amen if you know what I'm talking about. You have to decide. So they're standing there and they're like, one, two, three, the fire is right there. They are going to die. Everybody's bowing down. Oh, king, you the man, you the man, you the man. Then, 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 then. Oh, you the man, you the man, you the man. And they're standing going, I ain't bowing to that fool. <laughs> so the king comes over himself and says, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, you guys are my right-hand dudes. What is wrong with you? And this is what they said to the king, the most powerful man in the world at the time. Verse 16. <laughs> Trying to find where I was at. <laughs> I'm all like this. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered the king and said, Oh, king, oh, king, here we go again. Haven't we had this conversation, okay? <laughs> we have no need to answer you. We don't even need to discuss this because you already know the answer. If that's the case, our God, whom we serve, he is able to deliver us from the burning, fiery furnace, and he will deliver us from your hand, O king. But if not, king, even if we fry, let it be known to you, O king, 
that we do not serve your gods, nor will we worship the gold image which you have set up. There is nothing we are, you can make us do, no way you can make us do what we're not supposed to do. It ain't going to happen. It ain't going to happen. So he says, look, I'm going to play the music. I'm going to play the music one more time. <laughs> and, and, and look what it says in verse 19. The king, Nebuchadnezzar, was full of rage and fury, and the expression on his face changed towards Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and he spoke and commanded that he heat the furnace seven times as was usually he heated. And he commanded certain mighty men of valor who were in his army to bind Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and cast them in the fiery furnace. And these men who were bound in their coats and their trousers and their turbans and their other garments and were cast into the midst of the burning fire furnace. Therefore, the king's command was so urgent and the furnace exceedingly hot that the flame killed, K-I-L-T, killed those men who took them, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. These three men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Have you noticed how many times they keep saying their names over and over and over again? God wants you to know they were together the whole time. These three men fell down, bound into the midst of the burning, fiery furnace. And then King Nebuchadnezzar was astonished, and he rose in haste and spoke, saying to his counselors, Did we not cast three men into the fire? And they said, True, O king. Look, I see four loose. They're not tied up anymore, walking in the midst of the fire, and they are not hurt. And the form of the fourth is like the Son of God. Let's back up. They're standing there. Everyone going, dun, 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 dun. oh, you the king, man. You, you, you the man, okay. You the man, okay. You the... And Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego said, We're not bound. And King Nebuchadnezzar, King Nebuchadnezzar comes over and says, uh, We're going to play the music. When you hear Michael Jackson go, Ooh, we want you to bow. <laughs> and they say, King, that's not part of our discipline. It's not part, that's not what we do. You have to predetermine before you get out of bed every day what you do and do not do. You can't get up out of bed and say, oh, whatever. No, no, I am serving you today, God. I'm going to obey you today. In advance of the drama, I'm going to that person if I get tempted. I'm going to that person if I get struggle. In advance of the drama. And I know God has been faithful in my past. He will be faithful in my future. In advance of the drama, when you have no money and you are tempted to sin to get money, you say, no, God will provide for me. Because he always has. When you're dis discouraged and depressed or angry and you want to curse, you want to do something, you say, no, I'm going to honor God because God will get me through because he always has. And so here's Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And listen, if it was me and I'm looking at that fire and I'm looking at that idol and everyone's just doing this, and I'm thinking all I got to do to live is do this. I'm, I'm dropping something on the ground. <laughs> Are you feeling the same, man, if you know what I'm talking about? I'm like, <laughs> I'm just coughing. I ain't bowing. I'm just coughing. Let's fake it till you make it. No, 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 no. Shadrach, get up, Shadrach. Get up, Meshach. Get up, Abednego. We ain't bowing. We are sticking together. And the king came over and said, I'm tying y'all up. So he tied him up. And they're getting tied up. There's a furnace. They're getting tied up. And the Bible says they got these big mighty men of valor to, to tie them up and throw them in the fire. And the Bible says that the fire killed the men putting them into the fire. Now, obviously, I wasn't there. But I had this theory based on common sense. And here's my theory. Is that the guys who were pushing them in the fire were behind them. Say amen if you believe that be true. I mean, you know, you're not, you're not, hey, let's get in the fire. Ah, it's hot, it's hot. Come on, let me go in first. I'll pull you in. No, no, no. No, they're behind the probably with poles going, get in that fire, get in that fire. But the Bible says that the guys pushing in them died. They died. 
So if I'm pushing you in, you're here, the fire's there, and I'm pushing you in, and I, ah, 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 ah. How am I pushing you in the fire? Here's my theory, is that they were pushing them in, and Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego all tied up going, Lord, 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 and God in heaven, who is bored with a lot of our prayers. What you pray? What you pray? Dear God, please bless my food. Ain't nothing wrong with your food. There's really nothing wrong with your food. You just cooked it. You killed all the germs. It's fine. I'm not saying don't pray for your food. Don't thank God for your food. But that's all. That's, that's what you pray? Dear God, please bless my sleep. You lazy lima being, you sleep fine without prayer. God's like, man, these people don't pray nothing. They don't put nothing on them. They pray these weak. They pray this stuff. They're asking me to do something they can do. Oh, boring. Boring. For real, boring. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, God says to his angels, look, those guys were willing to die. And all they had to do to save their life was this. But they did not want to dishonor me even this much. I'm going to honor them. So God called all his angels, Gabriel, Michael, Tito, Jermaine, Latoya, get down there. <laughs> protect them. <laughs> protect them. <laughs> so, so, <laughs> so they're going, they're getting called in. And the angel, I don't, again, I wasn't there. But somehow the flame went around them. And killed the dudes behind them. And they were, and again, I wasn't there. I'm looking at these crispy critters on the ground, all fried up, thinking, we're good. Because God is faithful once again. They jumped in. Now, they're in the fire. <laughs> and by the way, this is going to be you in a minute because some of y'all need, need to come in the fire. And what I mean by coming to fire, walk away from all that the world system. Walk away from your sin. Walk away from your lack of faith and walk into whatever God has for you, trusting he's going to be there to meet you. Look what it says in verse 26. Nebuchadnezzar went near the mouth of the burning fiery furnace, saying Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Thirteen times you see all three names. Never, never do you see one name without the other two. And he calls them servants of the Most High. Come out, come here. And by the way, do people refer to you as servant of the Most High, someone who is a godly person or someone who goes to church? As I said, those two things are two different things. You can go to church and not be godly. Ladies, if you meet a guy and he says he goes to church and he wants to take you out, make him prove it. One very simple way. Just say, pray for me right now. Just look me in the eye and pray for me. <laughs> you want all this? Stop praying. Do you know what this means in church, brother? Do you know what this means? What's the Lord telling you about my life? That's the guy you need. You got to hear God. He's not going to be a good husband if he, don't, if he ain't a good son to God. Now, let me say this. He is going to be the best husband he can be if he's a son of God. I'm not saying he can't be a good husband without God. He's going to be the best he can be with God. Okay, look what it says in verse 26. Nebuchadnezzar went near the mouth of the burning fiery furnace, and he said, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, servants of the Most High. Everybody say servants of the Most High. 
And then he said to them, come out, come here. Now, I wasn't there, obviously, and I would have done this a little different. I just would have, I think, I hope. He said, he said, Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego, come on out. I would have been like, you the king, come on in. <laughs> when you walk with God, you can go places other people can't go. See things other people can't see. Hear things other people can't see. Hear. It's a whole different, it's a whole different realm. And it says, he said, come here, come out. And in and, and verse 27, the satraps, the administrators, the governors, and the king's councils gathered together, and they saw these men on whose bodies the fire had no power. The fire had no power, and the hair on the head was not singed, nor were their garments affected, and the smell of the fire was not on them. You know how easy your hair gets burnt. You know how easy smoke gets in your clothes. Can I get amen? And how fire will never, ever have to touch your body to blister your body. These guys were in fire. And the Bible wants you to know that the fire had zero impact on them. What the devil is leading you to believe is going to destroy your life will have zero impact on you. Oh, what if they talk about me? Oh, it's going to be the end of the world. What if they defriend me? What if they, what if they say something about me on Twitter? Zero. Settle. God's going to say, I'm going to turn it into something big. I'm going to turn it into a miracle in your life. Look what it says. Look what it says. In verse 28, Nebuchadnezzar said, in verse 28, Nebuchadnezzar, blessed, blessed be the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who sent his angel and delivered his servants who trusted in him. And they have frustrated the king's word and yielded their bodies that they should not serve nor worship any god except their own. Oh, by the way, it says yield their bodies. Uh, listen to this. That's a physical body. This belongs to God. They surrendered their body to serve God. That they... Their mouth, their eyes would only serve God. Their ears would only listen to what glorifies God. Their legs would only go where God wanted them to go. Their hands would only touch what God wanted them to touch. They yielded their body. God, whatever you want to do with this, that's your faith. It's not just sitting here feeling, let me feel something. No, Lord, this, this is supposed to serve you. I want this to serve you. I want this to honor you. And it says, in verse 28, it says, God, Nebuchadnezzar spoke, saying, Blessed be the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who sent his angel and delivered his servants who trusted in him, that they frustrated the king's word and yielded their bodies, that they should not serve nor worship any god except their own. And then he said, Therefore I make a decree that any people, nation, or language which speaks anything amiss against the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, shall be cut in pieces, and their houses shall be made an ash heap, because there is no other god. Who can deliver like this? Then the king again promoted Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the province of Babylon. Let's give Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego a hand. Amen. 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 Here is your challenge. When you read a story, you have to say, do I want to be like the men of God or the women of God in the Bible or not? In a minute, we're going to pray in all the campuses. And your challenge is this. I want to be like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. What does that mean? Number one, I want to give my life to that God. I want to serve that God. Some of you, for that, that means that you give your life to Christ. You ask Jesus to be your Savior. And for some of you, it means that, you know what, I need to stand up and be more bold in my faith. I'm being tempted over here, manipulated over here. I'm bowing all day long to this, that, and other. 
to stuff you're consuming, stuff you're watching, stuff you're saying, stuff you're doing. You're just bowing to the world system. You come to church, but you bow, which means that you're bowing, that this is just for show. And you say, you know, I don't want to do that anymore. I want to be like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. I am willing to walk into the fire because I know my God is going to protect me. Just understand all day long you are being attacked, you are being criticized, you are being talked about no matter what you think. If Jesus was attacked, you will be attacked. If Jesus was criticized, you will be criticized. That's just the nature of being walking with God. It's a spiritual battle. And you have to decide, I'm going to get my Shadrach, my Meshach, and my Abednego in my life. And I'm going to remember and reflect on the amazing things God has done in my life. And I'm going to walk with God. And so in a minute, we're going to pray and I'm going to challenge you. Number one, give your life to Christ for all of you who don't. Haven't yet. And number two, for all of you who need to stand up and say, I am going to live like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Some of you are going through something right now. And you want us to pray for you, encourage you. You want to walk away from your fears. And the, the bondage that you were in in your mind of being enslaved by the world system. You can't, I want to get away from all that. I want to be like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. So when the fire is burning, I'm like, nope. Nope. Let's all bow our heads and pray in all our campuses. Lord, I pray specifically for men. I pray for the men who need to be more bold in their faith. But obviously this is for men and women. And if today you're saying, yes, I want to be like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. I want to have their faith, their courage. I'm willing to walk away from bowing to the world system, submitting to the world system, being pressured by the world system. I want to walk into whatever God has me in a fiery furnace because I got fireproof. I'm fire, made, been made fireproof by Jesus Christ. And I'm willing to stand up for my faith and be a disciple. So if you would like to surrender your life to Christ by asking him to forgive you of your sin or you would just like to take a stand to be like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego amidst your pain. I want you to pray this prayer with me in the privacy of your heart. In the privacy of your heart, pray, dear God, I surrender my life to you. I trust you. Jesus, forgive me of my sin. Be my savior. Jesus, be my courage, my protector. I surrender my life to you. I sever all allegiance to the world system and the world's idols. Thank you, God. As eyes are closed, our heads are bowed. If you prayed that prayer for whatever reason, you're saying, yes, I want to, like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, walk away from the world system today. I'm going to ask you to stand in a minute. And as you stand, you are making a public declaration, I am not bowing to the idol anymore. So I'm going to count to three. And if you prayed that prayer for whatever reason, in whatever canvas you're in, I'm going to ask you to stand. One, two, three. Just stand to your feet. God bless you. Stay standing. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. In the balcony. God bless you. 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 
Stay standing. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Now, in a minute, we're going to ask all y'all who are standing, in a minute, we're going to ask you to come down to the altar. If you're in the balcony, all you got to do is turn around and walk up, and the ushers will bring you down. So right now, if you're standing up, come down to the altar, and let's give them a hand as they come on down. Let's give them a hand as they come on down. Amen. 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 God bless you. God bless you. Just stay right there. Just face me. Here we go. God bless you. God bless you. Just face me. Here we go. God bless you. 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 How are you? God bless you. 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 Amen. Amen. Come down this way. Come down. Walk down this way. Just move this way so I can get these people in here. Okay. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. I got you. Got you. Got you. Got you. Good. 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 God bless you. 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 Okay. Right here. Right here. There we go. There we go. There we go. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Let me say this. For all of you, don't do this by yourself. You're wasting your time. You will always lose. Don't do this by yourself. Amen. Come on down. <laughs> God bless you. 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 Amen. Come on down. God bless you. 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 I want to pray for y'all. But I want to pray for y'all. Bring somebody next week. You got so many people in your life who are in the fire, but they're suffering. Amen. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. They're in the fire and they're suffering and they don't have anyone to tell them about God in their life. Bring them to church. Just say, just come to church. And I'll, I'll have you yelling and screaming all day long. Amen. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. You're welcome. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Amen. Next week, bring somebody. Put yourself out there. Because God has a plan for, to get you out. There's nothing the world, nothing the world can give you that God can, can't overcome in your life. Amen. Let's give this person a hand. God bless y'all. Keep coming. Keep coming. Coming. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Lord, we thank you so much for your faithfulness. We thank you so much for your goodness. Thank you for Shadrach, Meshach, and Benigo. They must have been tripping being in that fire and not being burnt. That must have been so cool. It must be so cool to be in the midst of a trial and yet not be in the trial. We thank you for your faithfulness to us. And we pray that we reach out to somebody who's suffering, that we can be an encouragement to them. In Jesus' name, 
Amen. So all y'all stand down and here's what we're going to do. Take a right turn and walk this way. Let's give them a hand as they go up. God bless y'all. Let's give them a hand as they go up. Give them a hand as they go up. Can I say one thing? Can I say one thing? If you are a visitor, this is not a time to leave. It's a time to celebrate. Amen. Let's give them a hand. Let's give them a hand as they go out.